0: You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Rick.
2: And I'm Amy.
1: And this is podcast number 199. That's right, for November 25th, 2012. And uh, here we are doing a special Thanksgiving weekend special that I think everybody's going to really enjoy, so... Sit back, have some leftovers. What else?
2: Enjoy the music that you're playing. All
1: right, here
3: you go.
2: Yeah.
1: I like that music, huh? <laughs> Why are you
4: laughing? I'm not saying.
2: I'm <laughs> not saying at all.
1: There you go. That's some of the music off the new computer program that I'm working with.
2: You're you're experimenting and making some pretty nifty, um, what do you call them? <coughs> songs. <laughs> songs. They're, they're called songs, They're called dear. songs, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to our Thanksgiving weekend special.
2: I think we've eaten too much turkey.
1: (laughs) You are a turkey.
2: (laughs) Oh, thanks.
1: It's okay. I just called you a turkey on national podcast. National podcast. Worldwide podcast.
2: International podcast.
1: International podcast. He
2: called me a turkey. And I I don't care. I'm too tired to care.
1: (laughs) I saw the new James Bond movie. Yeah,
2: I saw it. I took you to the movies. We were
1: the only ones in the theater.
2: Yeah, that was kind of weird.
1: Skyfall.
2: Well, you decide you wanted to go, and it was kind of late at night, and um, I didn't have to work the next morning, so we so went. we just went. went. And it was weird to get out of the theater, and our car was the only car in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: that was very strange. It was very strange. For, even in this town, that's strange. Yeah. Doesn't happen very often.
2: Yeah, so, yeah. but I didn't really like the movie that much. I mean, it was okay. I would have, you know, if it was a one to 10, I would have given it about a three. Uh, what would you have given it?
1: Um, I'd give it a solid six or seven.
2: You know why I don't really care for James Bond that much, though, right? You're right. I, I don't think he's a man of, um, Good character when it comes to women. I think he's kind of... um, I don't know how to say it politely.
1: You're you're like so <laughs> quiet that nobody will know what you say. Okay,
2: I will say it like this. I think he's kind of sleazy.
1: All right, that's good. Thanks. Yeah. Um, okay. So all of you listening to the podcast
2: <laughs> know what I think of James Bond. There you go. I think he doesn't have good morals and probably has lots of STDs. I thought
1: standard transmissions? No. Oh. Anyway, I really enjoyed uh, this particular mm-hmm. Bond movie because it was a throwback I thought to the older Bond movies, so it was a little bit better.
2: Kind of. I liked Money Penny. Is that No, not Money Penny. <sighs> um, I liked M. Is it M? The Older Lady. M. M. I liked M. Yeah, I liked that part. I didn't really care for james bond that much but i've never been a huge fan of james bond movies i just went because i got to go with my husband Which, one of these days you're gonna actually go to a movie that i pick out maybe one of these days
1: i just don't think you should waste the ticket on me
2: catherine and i went to a movie together Hmm. um what was it that we went and saw i don't know um Yeah, what was that?
1: I don't know, but it's been uh, been very memorable. No, it
2: was really good. We really liked it. Okay. Can you pause and let me ask her, because I can't remember. Oh,
1: come on. What movies are popular right now? What Mm. did you go see?
2: My brain is really tired, so... Okay, well then, I guess uh, we're not good. I'll try to remember. Oh, it was in the last Twilight movie.
1: Ah.
2: Yeah. Um, Breaking Dawn 2, and it rocked. It was... It was probably a nine out of ten.
1: I just have no desire.
2: Oh, and talking about desires, twi- Twilight movie. Oh, okay. I was really excited about this because my youth leader, when I was a teenager, which was a couple of years ago, <clears throat> um, she goes quite often to the reservation in the push, and she helps at the reservation, and um she found out recently that she has terminal cancer and um, pancreatic cancer so it's not a really good thing for her body but she's excited to go to heaven and so she decided instead of having a funeral that while she was still alive she would have a big kind of party thing and, and invite everybody she knew and have a celebration of life so i went to that today with one of my best friends from high school who used to go to youth group with me and go to concerts, and we had a blast with this lady. Well, because she's helped out so much at, at the um, reservation at, at La Push, one of the tribal elders came and sang Amazing Grace in the Quileute language. So all those who are Twilight fans will know the area I'm talking about over by Forks. And that was really cool. Hmm,
1: that yeah. sounds cool. Yeah,
2: Yeah. so I know that, you know, it's kind of an odd connection here and there. Kind of spaghetti, but that's, I do that's spaghetti. That's normal for you, dear. I am totally spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a little this way, a little that way. Just trace the noodles. That's Th- that doesn't even
1: make sense to anybody listening.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, there's a book out called... Um, men are waffles, women are spaghetti? I don't think there is. Isn't there? I don't think so. Okay. Well, the idea that... Well, maybe
1: you should write one.
2: The idea that men kind of have like to have things in boxes, and, and they're talking about what's in this box today, but for me, I kind of think in spaghetti, and it'll start out at one end of a spaghetti noodle, and it will swirl and curve and go this way and that way, and to me, it's all connected, but it's all over the place. All right. Yeah. So, that's how we got to go from Catherine and I went to the Twilight movie to the celebration celebration of life and the man singing Amazing Grace in the Quileute language. Okay. That's how we did it.
1: So, anything else happened <laughs> this week that you want to say talk about?
2: Um, boy, just yeah, not not really, other than. Just it was a pretty good week. We had a good Thanksgiving with our kids. Um, my cousin from Raymond that I grew up with came over, and um, my daughter had one of her best friends come over, and we had our both of our sons and one of our our daughter in law. Yeah. And we just had a great Thanksgiving, kind of hanging out home. And, it was nice. And um, you cooked a. a Really fabulous turkey on our barbecue, which we've never yeah. Done I grilled before. my turkey this year. Well, kind of grilled it. You used the barbecue as an oven, so it was in a pan. You didn't like grill. I never it put or, it on the
1: grill. No, yeah. I mean I did, but I didn't.
2: We we put it in a pan and then put it in there after it was heated up like an oven, and so it kind of. Yeah. I'd say
1: it's one of the best birds we've had. It
2: was really moist. Yeah. It had a slight, slight smoky barbecue flavor, but not really overpowering. Mm-hmm. It was good. And um, Catherine made the best mashed potatoes ever. She used the Pioneer Woman's recipe modified because Pioneer Woman used like a whole cup of butter in it. But these mashed potatoes, she used um, a chunk of cream cheese in it and a cube of butter. And milk, and it was just really good mashed potatoes, and we made a couple kinds of stuffing. And then
1: the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday. Yeah. Did you go Black Friday shopping? Not at all. Our daughter did. And this is a song that I wrote all about Walmart, because Walmart is Greed Mart. Yeah. So, here you go. Enjoy. Kick off our Thanksgiving special.
3: Lots of shoppers in the aisles that are smaller than the carts. In the air, there's a feeling of panic. People yelling, others shoving. Oh, that guy got the last one. And above all, the clamor you hear. Stock the shells, forget the elves. It's Christmas time at our Walmart. Ring a by the blaze. Breaking objects spill on aisle number five. On their cell phone, they're playing a song. Plastic Barbies, life-size Batmans, cars that toddlers can drive. And I ask myself, what has gone wrong? Stock the shelves. Get the, elves. Get the elves It's Christmas time at our Walmart ring a Grab, Grab that thing Soon it will be festive Kwanzaa The back entrance will be quicker Yet the secret is out So the line lingers on like I said The employees look real tired They put up with the crowd Waiting till the 25th to drop dead Stock the shells Forget the elves. It's Christmas time at our Walmart. Ring Register, sing. so it will be Christmas Day. Soon it will be a um, happy holiday.
1: What do you think?
2: It was definitely a Rick Moyer song.
1: You think so? Mm-hmm. And the music we started off with today uh-huh. is actually a song that uh, from a song that I wrote called "The Tryptophan Blues."
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's all about the after eating leftovers. Yeah, with
2: because tryptophan in it. Yeah, tur- because tur- turkey juice. That's right. Early in the morning, I
1: wake up. All my family,
3: they are gone.
1: Little Black Friday shop. Oh, yeah. I wonder what they're gonna get me. No one to make breakfast. So I open up the fridge door and see what I can do. Oh, I love those storage containers. Looking good.
3: Yeah, I grab out some turkey, mashed potatoes, some stuffing, and gravy. I think
1: I know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. It's time to induce that food coma. Come on now. I
3: got the trip to Vane Blues. And I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Oh, I know. I gotta put up the Christmas lights or something like that. But right now, I've got something else I need to do.
5: Oh, yeah.
3: I think I'm just gonna
1: lie down on the couch a while,
3: get some sleep. I got the trip to fade blue.
1: After Thanksgiving Day, there you go.
2: Very nice. I wonder if Catherine should take that to her music appreciation class. I don't know. And see if if they would like that song.
1: I don't have any idea if they'd they appreciate. They did it or play. Not.
2: She did play one of your songs in music appreciation, and one of her classmates said, "Boy, your dad's cool."
1: Wow, that's nice to know. Yeah. Boy, do I feel cool. You know, I've been working on uh, the new computer. That's what I've been doing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: trying to figure it out. It's, it's very learning curve big, you know, it's like crazy. But uh, just tonight I was goofing around with it and check out what I did tonight.
2: Cool, huh? What are those little symbols down there? I don't know. It says like red or lead or hmm.
1: I don't know.
2: Yeah, not sure.
1: Could be when I was hitting the uh, <coughs> the. Is
2: it ped like the pedal? Pedal
1: probably. That looks like it. Okay. Oh, but the reason we're we they nobody can <laughs> see this. We're uh, actually looking when you when I write music on this particular program. It scores it out on sheet music for me.
2: Well, you could print it off onto sheet music, but it writes the notes on the bottom. So if if Rick writes an orchestra uh, symphony, something like that, he could literally print it out and hand it to the different parts, and they could. To the could different put instruments. Yeah. yeah, like life. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's
1: what I've been working on, and several. I did a couple of other things. I did a a brand new intro for a uh, podcast in Australia, got that done, mm-hmm. and a couple of other projects. And uh, this next week I'll be working on a big slideshow. And, yeah, so it's, it's uh, you know, here we are.
2: Yay. And this is going to be really neat. You know what I'm really looking forward to?
1: I don't know. What?
2: I wanted you to take me to the IMAX of The Hobbit coming out in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. Huh? Do you think you'll do that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe. Why not? I'm really... You know why I'm so excited? I was excited about it before, but what got me really excited about it is you posted this thing on Facebook with the behind the scenes of it.
1: That's part nine.
2: Part nine? Yeah,
1: there's been eight parts of that already.
2: What do you mean?
1: Of the behind the scenes?
2: Oh, but this is the first one I've seen.
1: Oh, I've posted every one of them.
2: Um, I have a hard time keeping up with Facebook when I'm working or cleaning or... Living apart from Facebook. I don't always catch all your posts. But you enjoyed that, huh? Yeah, it was really exciting. So I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: What she's not telling you is that it was a behind-the-scenes video where they showed how they did the sound and the music.
2: The music.
1: And the editing.
2: The music was really exciting for me to see. What really, really kind of, I don't know, just seemed really neat was... When you found out that they had the music all written out and everything and they had these musicians come in who've never seen the music before, never practiced their parts before, just put it in front of them and they recorded it. Yeah. And I thought, wow, those guys are good musicians. I mean, yeah. I and mean, that's probably why they get paid the big bucks to be that's able very true. to look at the The music and perform it perfectly the very first time. I know. Wow.
1: That's crazy.
2: Wow. I can barely play the radio. I'm, I'm very challenged that way, just doing anything. And just to think that they can sit down and play a piece they've never seen before or heard before. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that is cool. It's very cool. So...
2: I'm pretty excited about it. That,
1: and they're going to play the nine minutes of the Star Trek movie at the IMAX. Yeah,
2: I'm kind of excited about that, too. I guess I've turned into a real geek. But but
1: what's really exciting is that on Thursday, you and I are going up to see the Blu-ray premiere of of Season 2 of TNG on the big screen.
2: Yeah, I think you're a little bit more <coughs> excited about that than I am. With
1: 20 minutes of extra footage to a measure of a man.
2: But I found out my friend Sherry might come with us, so oh, that yeah. makes that, me more excited. Uh, thanks. Well, I enjoy going to movies with you, but I'm just not as excited about Star Trek Next Generation because I've seen well, them don't talk so it. many times. We sat in the very back last time, and I, towards the end, I wasn't real thrilled with that episode, and so... I played Words with Friends because yeah, we did. were in the very back of the cinema and I wasn't going to bother anybody. Yeah, you Had did. Had the volume turned all the way down.
1: Yeah, you did.
2: Okay, but it was really boring. All
1: right. Well, this is supposed to be a special episode.
2: <sighs> a special episode? Of
1: Okay, so we asked folks to send in comments on mm-hmm. why they were thankful this year. Yeah. And lo and behold, we actually got some comments. Go Yay. figure. So the first one we're going to play is from our friend Randy Crane who is just one of the nicest guys ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does he does a podcast called um, Stories of the Magic. Mm-hmm. Have, have you listened to
2: that yet? I haven't. I need to get it. Is it on Stitcher?
1: Uh, yeah.
3: I need
2: to make it one of my favorites. I haven't been doing my iTunes lately because since we redid my phone, I lost all my podcasts and everything, so I have to reset them all up.
1: Well, anyway, we're going to play... Randy's um, comment, and then we will. From there, we've got another comment from our good friends over in England. Mm -hmm. Um, Our friends Daniel and Laura, who are going to do a comment, and then we have a comment from our friend Sherry. Yeah, and then we're going to play a a message that I gave last week at the Baptist Church in Raymond on um, what would you say it was on? I don't. What did I call it? I can't remember.
2: I don't know, it was about, there's a Thanksgiving message. Yeah,
1: but it's it's, it's applicable to everyone, so, mm-hmm. so I think you'll enjoy it. So, here we go. Thank you so much, you guys, for, for doing these comments, and hope everybody enjoys them. We're thankful for you, those of you that listen to the show. How cool is that?
6: Hey, Rick and Amy, it's Randy Crane. I wanted to call and tell you what I'm thankful for, for your uh, post-Thanksgiving show. And I could probably go on a really, really long time. But I'll try to keep it at least a little bit short. Um, I'm thankful for all the ways that God has provided for me and for Faye this year. Uh, Physically, financially, health-wise. We had a couple kind of scary times during the year. And he took good care of us. And they ended up being uh, either not a huge problem or uh, something that the doctors were able to take care of. Uh, pretty easily so we're very grateful for that uh, we're thankful for having a place to live and a reasonably nice place to live at that um, I'm thankful for my friends and my family and for the people that have supported and encouraged me this year as I've gone through a lot of uh, changes and things that I'm starting up uh, uh, Alan Joyce from Tales from the Mouth House have been especially Supportive and helpful, and uh, I just i really, really, very much appreciated them. Uh, even to the point of Al endorsing the new book that I just finished, and uh, that was—excuse <clears throat> me—very. Uh, I hate to overuse the word appreciated, but it was very much appreciated. Uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity that God gave me to start my own podcast this year. And especially for the people that I've been able to talk to, that has been very cool. And I wouldn't have been able to do uh, do that without him, and I wouldn't have been able to talk to them without that vehicle. So there's a whole lot of other things that I could mention, but I think I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that for now. So uh, have a great day. Have a great thanksgiving into christmas and the new year season and thank you guys for all that you do and the the work that you put in for the taken with you podcast
1: thank you so much randy you are awesome isn't he cool
2: yeah that was very sweet thank you he's always so
1: encouraging too he always uh he well occasionally he will leave a comment on our uh myspace page or myspace
2: facebook (laughs) you mean
1: yeah That's what I meant.
2: Yeah, I think you still have a MySpace, MySpace? don't you? I think I do, but I haven't been there for (laughs) a couple years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry about that. (laughs) Anyway, it's always encouraging to hear from Randy, and he does such a great job on his podcast, too. You're going to have to listen to it.
2: Yeah, I need to get it set up. My phone was all redone, and I lost all my um, iTunes stuff, so So I have to find it. To
1: figure it out. Yeah. So thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and Faye, Randy. Thank you for uh, writing in. Now here's our friends, Daniel and Laura, and what they're thankful about.
5: Hi, Rick and Amy, this is um, Daniel and Laura Vieira, your friends from the UK. Hi. We thought we'd send you a a quick message to um, wish you Happy Thanksgiving, even though you you have had it already. And from the looks of it, from uh, following your exploits online, it looks like you've had a great time, which is great. Uh, You wanted to know what we're thankful for this year, so I thought we'd uh, put together a little message for you. Laura, do you want to kick it off?
4: Yeah, thanks. Um, What am I thankful for this year? I'm thankful for work. Um, I was out of work for half the year. Um, And I'm thankful that I now have a job in a Christian organisation and that's perfect hours to work around my children. I'm thankful for your work and that I now have my husband back at night. And Daniel used to work nights, and I missed him like crazy when he wasn't there and and couldn't sleep properly. So now I have him back at night. I'm really grateful for that. Um, I'm thankful for health. We've had a bit of a scare with our youngest daughter this year, and I'm so thankful that she's well. And thankful for the hospital that helped us when we were going through that. And I'm thankful for you, Daniel, for finally giving in and letting me get a puppy. Um, yeah, you,
5: you can probably hear her whining because she's watching the uh, Audacity uh, <laughs> recording our conversation and she can't understand what it is, so she's sat, sat here whining at the screen, <laughs> aren't you?
4: Well, she's beautiful and I love her so much and I love what she's done for our family. She's mm. fantastic.
5: You're going to say hello, Tess? Say hello. <laughs> no, i not going to do it now. Well, yeah, I think you've pretty much covered <laughs> covered it all. Uh, you know, I say we, we've both got new jobs, you know, you talked about yours. I'm, you know, I've got a job now that I can uh, spend a bit more t- time with the family and have um, specific time, um, you know, scheduled time. Whereas I'm not, you know, the, my shifts aren't all over the place. I know when I'm working, I know when I'm not usually. So that's really good. Sunday's off, which are nice. and. Um, we can get sort of pretty, a little bit more organised in this chaotic world, you know, to an extent.
4: <laughs> Don't know how that's working out so far. <laughs>
5: we're getting there. Yeah. So anyway, again, we'd just like to wish you a happy uh, Thanksgiving and uh, thanks for everything you do, guys. You do you do a great job. Uh, we listen every week and um, we do.
4: and we're thankful. We for are. Taking with you.
5: And we're s- still still very much entertained by w- what you're putting out. Yeah. Okay then, we'll speak to you later.
2: Okay, bye.
5: Thank you so much, guys. That's
1: that's very sweet.
2: That is very sweet. I'm glad that we can entertain you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me entertain
2: you. With our dorkiness, our geekiness, whatever.
1: <laughs> anyway, we think you're awesome, by the way. Yeah. We love your family, and we love seeing uh, updates from you guys as well. It's a lot of fun to... We've We've met so many great people because of this podcast, and it's been... It's been wonderful to meet all the awesome people.
2: It's nice listening to your accents, too. I think they're cool.
1: Yeah. We have an American accent. I th- I, I, had so much fun the other day. I was on a podcast with some folks from... Uh, were they from Scotland or Ireland? Scotland? Oh, I don't want to offend them. Well, anyway, they were from Europe. Yeah. And uh, the they UK. were doing American accents for me, and they were hysterical. Oh, my gosh. Kind it made a, me laugh so hard. Kind
2: of Kind of what they think when you do a, a an English, English accent English or accident. an Irish accent, yeah. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> I'm so bad. I used to think I did them awesome, and everybody was convinced how good I was at at, uh, at uh, accents. And then I met people that live there, and, <laughs> and they
2: go, "That's not how we sound at all." <laughs> no, and it isn't.
1: And so I don't do them hardly ever anymore. <laughs> anymore yeah, because it's embarrassing when you you know, you know somebody that really talks that way. You mm. don't want to be a nerd.
2: Well, we have one more comment from my good friend, Sherry, who I got to spend the day with today. So this will be fun.
1: All right. Well, we asked Sherry, what are you thankful for this year? And this is what she said. I am, I would have to say I'm most thankful for a close family, um, that we all support one another. And, um, anytime that I need, um, my family, they're right there for me. And it's good to know That if I need a hug or if I just need to call mom up and talk to her, they're right there. And to me, that's what it's about. It's a relationship, relationship between me and God, relationship between me and my family
2: and me and my friends. And God's given me wonderful people in my life that um, I can be, I can depend on and they can depend on me. So that is what I'm most grateful for.
0: My name is Al.
2: And I'm Joyce.
0: And we're We're huge huge Disneyland Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others.
2: That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures, and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun.
0: And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. So after our great friends Rick and Amy have enlightened you on their awesome podcast, Take Him With You, why not give us a listen? You'll be happy you did. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes.
2: And remember,
0: make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey Day.
2: Day.
1: So, this is our big Thanksgiving weekend special. Mm -hmm. And people have been sharing what they're thankful for. What are you thankful thankful for? (laughs) I'm
2: I'm not sure if I can (coughs) say what you just said, but I'm thankful for the people who have um, been an inspiration to me. You know, going to that celebration of life today and... And seeing my um, youth leader from high school, just so full of life and gratitude, and she was very inspiring person, I'm, and I'm thankful that our family are somewhat healthy and we're able to be together for Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, I'm just really thankful for family, thankful for friends, thankful for... Um, just the life that God gives, the ability to notice all of his wonderful creation, um, just that he is really a giver of good things, of life and love and um, friendship, family. What are you thankful for?
1: Oh, boy. Oh, a lot of things. I think I'm most thankful for another year to uh, walk on the planet and meet new people and uh, and continue to forge the relationships that I've had. Uh, it's been nice to get to know so many new type of people that we never hung out with before, and now I know so many different types of people. It's fantastic, and I love it, and so it's it's been really, really good. I've really enjoyed, uh, I know it's been hard for us getting used to it, but I've really enjoyed starting the business and meeting uh, creative type of folks and stuff. And that's been pretty, pretty cool. So I'm just, I'm, gra- I'm grateful for another day of, of breath, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm super grateful for my family. And and I find now that uh, as I get older, really the only thing I enjoy on the holidays is just being with the, the rest of the family. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It's good to have the kids around and I love them. And I think I, 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 I feel deeper for my family, then I can put into words if that makes sense.
2: Definitely, I always think it's a good holiday if I can have my kids around. Yeah, that's a good holiday to me.
1: Yeah, me too. You you know you take for granted when they're little,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you're kind of thinking, man, I need a break. <laughs> you know, and then they grow up and move out, and then it's, it's like, like
2: oh. oh, I miss my kids. Yeah. I know,
1: and it's like, oh, so it's nice when you can get together. And, yeah. It's very good. And, of course, as they grow up, they start going their own way and doing their thing and working and gone all the hours and falling in love and all that jazz. And so Mm -hmm. it just changes. Everything changes as time goes on. So I'm just grateful when I can spend time with the family. Yeah. And I'm uh, grateful for work and grateful for uh, this year's been good. I've been playing some music at church, and that's been helpful. And that's good. We have a really cool a friend that is the pastor of the church, and she uh, she's just been a real encouragement to me. And I'm not, you know, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. Um, I, I used to, you know, I used to work full time in, in church, in the church world, and I don't anymore. So um, it's nice when you run into authentic people like who we're, you know, working with now. So mm-hmm. it's nice, and I enjoy the encouragement that I get from uh, from her and the people that go to that church. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. hmm So there. Is, is that good? Yeah. Okay.
2: So should we play your message? Last Sunday, you got to um, share a little bit mm-hmm. at Raymond First Baptist Church, the it's, church that I grew up in in Washington. I Raymond, wrote a poem. Yeah. You wrote a really cool poem about a past pa- Thanksgiving that called we called The Paper Turkey. Mm-hmm. So I think people enjoy it. So why don't you go ahead and play it, and then we can talk about it after.
1: All right. Here we go. This is called The Paper Turkey right here. i am taking with you. Well, it's a good good day to be alive, is it not? Yep. And and I don't know what happened over here, but uh, you guys have all congregated on this side, which is good, I guess. So I'll talk over this way. Sorry, Dean. Every once in a while, it's kind of looked that way for your benefit. How's that sound? Well, today, being that it is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, I thought I would share some great Thanksgiving things. I'm looking at me and saying my tie is funny. This is a tie that Ina gave me, by the way. Do you recognize it? You don't. It was a a long time ago that you gave this. on Thanksgiving, I think. Around there. Anyway, I wear it on Thanksgiving because it looks cool. Since it is the week before Thanksgiving, I thought I would share some great Thanksgiving memories with you. In a a lot of different forms, Um, I think the best being scripture that I could read today, and we could talk a little bit about it, but uh, let's just determine how thankful we really are today. Would you pray with me? Lord, you are amazing. You have given us so much, and many times we don't even recognize the amount that you have given us. And not just in material things, Lord, you've surrounded us with wonderful people, and a life, Lord, that is celebrated by you. and We thank you for that. Today, God, would you show us your grace in our lives and help us to see how many things we have to be thankful for. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text is out of Psalm 107, if you want to look on the screen there. Should be there. And it says this, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others He has redeemed you from your enemies. For He has gathered the exiles from many lands, from east and west, north and south. I love the fact That no matter where you are, in whatever station in life that you are, God can call you, and He does. And I think it's great when we come together in His name and celebrate the fact that His love endures forever. I don't know about you, but sometimes it bugs me when I see people that are believers that act like they're whiners, not winners. Have you ever noticed one of those Christians? How are you doing? I, I meet him in Walmart. I, I, I just should have an office at Walmart because that's where I do most of my ministry. In the dog food aisle, many times. I pray for people in the dog food aisle, you name it. And I always get these funny looks, but it's really where I run into people. And, but it's really interesting. I'm not saying that you can't share your problems and you should. And not saying that you can't share your prayer requests because we should be real and we should be able to talk with each other, you know. But there is a certain type of person that upsets me who says they're a Christian, but actually doesn't really live that way. And you run into them, and they're like this. I said, well, how's it going? Oh, everything is, woe is me. Oh, the dog is sick, the wife doesn't like me. You know, we, we don't have enough money to do anything, our bills aren't paid. I'm thinking, well, I see your cart full of stuff here at Walmart, you have something. You know, I'm thinking that in my head. Uh, but but have you ever noticed that there are some people that no matter what you do, they're just really down. And not that we don't all get there sometimes, because we do, I have. But I don't think that's the way that God wants us to live if we know Him. I think it should be a little bit different. It should be like this. If you're happy and you know it, tell your friends. If you're happy and you know it, tell your friends. If you're happy and you know it, then your life should really show it. If you're happy and you know it, tell your friends. That's how it should be, shouldn't it? This is really interesting. Do you know, when I, when I first started in ministry, this was uh, an amazing thing that happened. I would meet people, they'd come sit down in my office, and I wrote on my notes here, do you know that you can hear someone's heart in less than 10 minutes if you let them talk and you simply listen. You know, many times we don't actually hear what somebody's saying to us because we're trying to think of what we're going to say next. But if we'll stop for a moment and listen, do you know that, that after about three months of realizing this, all of a sudden, I was able to pray for people and able to minister to people in a completely different way because I listened to what they were really saying. And all you have to do is spend about 10 minutes with somebody and what comes out of their mouth will be what's in their heart. Now you think about that in your own life. Is that true for you? It is for me. When I've gone through a real rough situation, it seems that like that's all I can talk about. And it just comes out And everything. that I don't know why it is. It's like when you're, when you're shopping for paint for the house. And you open the newspaper or you're getting online to look at different things. And all of a sudden, every paint ad just jumps out at you and you never saw them before. It's because you're, you're thinking about it. There's something there. And I'm de- I am determined. I want to live my life thinking about what God wants me to think about instead of all my woes and problems. Because I've noticed this. The water boy never goes thirsty. Have you ever been to a football game or a soccer game? And you're watching all the athletes out there doing their thing. And there's usually, I was the manager of a football team because I couldn't play. So I was the manager. So I took care of the Gatorade and the water and the cookies and all these different things. And I just keep passing them out on the sidelines to to all the players. And they drink their water and their Gatorade and stuff. And guess what? Anytime that I needed some, I had access to it. Why? Because I was taking care of the needs of others. And when you do that, God makes it a way for you to be taken care of. Isn't that an interesting way to live life? The water boy never goes thirsty. In Luke chapter 6 verse 45, it says a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Wow, those are... That's hard. Because <laughs> it challenges us to say what is in our heart. And we're going to talk in a moment about how we can change what's in our heart. But how do we know if we're thankful? Listen to what we're saying. It was many years ago when I was building an addition on our house. Yeah, I know. I don't look too handy, right? Well, I learned a whole lot, and I'll never do it again. (laughs) It always costs four times as much as you think it's going to, and takes four times as long as as you think it's going to. But I did. I built the addition with the help of family. Many of you helped. Friends. Lots of friends. Especially a couple of my best friends. They don't think they ever want to do another project like that again either. And we built, I don't know, what was it? 25 foot by something... We basically built a big box on the on the front of our house because we had nowhere to live. We were, our family was growing, and, and it was like we were running into each other. It wasn't good. So we built this addition, and we put an extra bathroom, a music studio, and a big, long living room in. And there were specific things that you had to do in the bathroom around the shower. You couldn't put regular sheetrock in. You had to put this waterproof stuff that, you know, anyway, bore you with the details. All I will say is... That I had a really stubborn piece of sheetrock. And you can't really manipulate sheetrock too much without a little saw. You, you can break it pretty easy. Well, it happened to be that my friend and I were working all day. Amy, I think, was out here in Raymond doing something with the kids, and I was working all day on the on the bathroom project, and my friend Eddie was with me, he was hilarious, and we're working around stuff, and he said, Do you have any music? And I said, Sure. So I put on my stereo, and we listened to something that was very popular back in that day. I don't know if anybody remembers, but they were called Scripture Memory Songs. And I think it was, um, who put that out? Hosanna or something like that put that out. Um, Several different um, CDs full of Scripture put to music, because they have proved, and of course you know this too, that you can memorize things to music much easier than if you just hold them up in front of you. I do that all the time. And, and it works, because there's something about the tune in your head that you remember. You know, and to this day, I'm 47 years old, and I still go, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, G, when <laughs> I'm filing stuff, or I'm looking for stuff. Why is that? Because it's, it's a way to determine, you, know, you, can, you can remember things and memorize things to music. And so I, I was really, at that point in my life, I was really trying to soak in as much as I could, and so I got this great CD called Thanksgiving. Kid, you not, and I put it on the on the little player, and Eddie and I, we just put it on a repeat, and all day the thing kept. Coming. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, and you know, and it just kept going, and going. I mean, each one of the songs were basically Thanksgiving scriptures, and it played all day. We were humming it and singing it, and it was. Little did we know, we were being, we were having the Word of God poured into us, and you know that. Whatever is in your heart, like the scripture says, comes out of your mouth. Back to the bathroom. That sounds weird. <laughs> here, we, here we were, the shower, one last piece of sheetrock. And I had to get it into this one area, and Eddie's going, Ah, this is driving me Crazy. He said, you know, there's a technique that some of the contractors use. If you'll put, because you can't hit on the sheetrock, it'll cause holes. So he said, if you put a two by four, a long enough two by four on it, and then you just tap it, you should be able to pop that into place without too much problem. So I was tapping, tapping, and finally he goes, come on, give it a hit. That was not a good thing. <laughs> so I decided, oh, I just need to get one last hit. So I took that hammer I, I, I went back, and then what happened was the, the two-by-four slipped a little bit. So I, I reached up to catch it as I was coming down, and with full force, hit my thumb. I really can't describe to you what I felt at that point, other than everything went really bright white for just a moment. And all of a sudden, I heard Eddie say, I think I heard that crack! And I went, oh, nice. And literally, he did. When I went to the hospital later, it was in the shape of the, the ball of the hammer that I broke in my thumb. But I hit it full force, came down on it. Now, you would expect that most of us, in fact, normally, I would have probably let out some type of obscenity or screamed or yelled. I mean, it hurt all right. But wouldn't you know what a weird thing it was, and it shouldn't be weird, but it was. The first thing I thought of was the scripture we were just listening to. And instead of freaking out and going, Wah! running around, you know, because it really hurt. And instantly it started to swell up. I looked like Popeye, you know, with this big, you know, it's huge. And I'm not exaggerating, it was huge. But instead, I went right to the freezer, grabbed an ice tray, popped the ice into a cup, poured a little bit of water in it, and stuck my thumb in it. And Eddie's eyes are this big. And he says to me, are you okay? I said, well, it doesn't feel so good, but I think I'm all right. And he goes, you didn't even cuss or anything. And I said, I think it's because we were listening to that scripture music all day. And he was right. He was right. Instead of that anger and that frustration and everything that I probably should have felt, it wasn't there because we had filled ourselves that day with scripture. Interesting story. Well, of course, I went, I I acted like I was feeling a lot better than I really was. And uh, and Eddie goes, well, I think we probably should stop for the day. I said, yeah, I'll be okay. See you later. So he left and I got in my car and went to the hospital. (laughs) And of course, they had to do, I don't even want to tell you what they did, but uh, I came home all bandaged up looking like Fonzie. Okay, wait a minute. Some of you don't know who that is, will you? Well, if you're older than 40, you'll know. <laughs> Ayy. And I had to play piano in church the next day. Go figure. Anyway, what we fill ourselves with comes out. And I'm not saying I'm a superhero or anything because that's not normally what, what would happen. But in particular, that day, we'd been listening to a Thanksgiving CD. And it, it just that story reminded me of what we put in. A lot of times will come out. So perhaps we should do things that handle stress, and crazy things that life throws at us. And and to be thankful, I think we need to fill up on encouraging things. So I, I made a list of encouraging things. First thing, Scripture. Scripture is fantastic for correcting our attitude. I know it doesn't seem like a piece of paper and reading some words off it will correct our attitude, but how many of you have witnessed that? It does work. There's something about the truth in God's word that kind of reigns us in and says, whoa, wait a minute. This is what it really is. So scripture is really good. You know the other thing that really fills us full of faith and helps us to be thankful and stops us from whining is people's testimonies. Have you ever noticed that when you listen to how someone's life has been changed by God, that you yourself get a lot out of it? There's something that, when you're listening to to the transforming power of Jesus in someone's life, that makes you get excited about life. It's really cool. And there's lots of ways to do that. You can read all sorts of things. Remember that magazine we used to get? Was it called Guideposts or something like that? That's a great magazine. They have some tremendous things. You know, the other thing, we used to always watch the 700 Club when we were younger, because they would have all these great testimonies, from, and they would do the reenactments, you know. You know, kind of like America's Most Wanted, but like Jesus' Most Wanted. You know, that was really encouraging. And it really fills your heart full of, of thankfulness. And, and, and you have something good to say about life. The other thing that really helps is to love people. Just determine in our hearts, we're going to love people. Of course, from my story, you know that I think that music that glorifies God or helps us get closer to Him, is always a plus. When you want to be closer to Him, when you, want to have, uh, when you want your heart to be filled with something good, then put on some music. And there's all sorts of great music out there that glorifies God. And you know, I know some people say, well, you only should listen to Christian music. But you know, there's some really good music out there that doesn't necessarily say Jesus every other line that still is very encouraging. You have to look at what you're doing, you know. I mean, when you go to the store, you don't just put whatever you want in your mouth, right? But wait a minute, some of us do. <laughs> but really, we should be a little more picky about what we let into our heart. And then the last thing I think that really helps, and of course there's many more than this, but I, I call them R-A-O-K-S's. Do you know what that is? Random Acts of Kindness. Do you know that when you do something without being able to be compensated back or recognized for it, that it will it changes your perspective? Now, let me explain to you. I'm not going to get any reward in heaven for this, but, but I've told the story before, so I'm going to tell it again. Um, I like to pay for people's groceries. Now, I know that sounds really weird, but... You realize how, well, you do. You know how expensive it is to live nowadays. And sometimes when you're standing, I I get these weird, like, I'm standing in the line at Walmart, or I'm standing at Top Foods or Safeway or something like that, and the people in front of me, all of a sudden, I just feel prompted to help them. And then I'm like, really? (laughs) See, you can experiment by going to the 10 items or less aisle, because it costs less. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and one day one day I'm standing in the line at Top Food and I know a lot of times we look at what people look like and we determine if they need help or not but you know that God looks much deeper into the heart of people than what they look like on the outside it doesn't matter if they have purple, uh, purple mohawk and are dressed and smell bad or if they're prim and proper and wearing a business suit it really doesn't matter. God knows the heart. And so you, you got to put all the stereotypes away and just be led by the Holy Spirit. Funny thing, how that can happen in a Christian's life if you let it. So I'm standing in line at Top Food, and in front of me is a wonderful older lady, and her husband has a walker, and he's, he's walking around and doing some stuff, and, and she said, well, why don't you go get the car ready, so-and-so? And, and he said, okay. So he kind of walks his way out, and it appeared that they had money. I don't know. But, I just all of a sudden got that... Pay for it. I'm like, oh... How am I going to say that? Sometimes you say it and they get mad at you. Other times they get all excited. And sometimes I do it without them knowing. That's always the fun one. If you can get away with that, that's even more fun. But in this case, the lady got out her checkbook and she started to write and said, Hold on, I got it today. And she looked at me like... she. I don't know what she... Like I was a serial murderer or (laughs) something. I mean, seriously, he was like, the checker goes, oh, that's okay, he does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, young man, you don't have to. And I said, no, no, no. I just, I want to do that for you. I want to bless you. God bless you, ma'am. Well, all of a sudden, she tears up. And in walks the husband again. He got the car ready. and He was back. And uh, he came up to her, and she goes, this young man just now, by this time, everybody's starting looking at me and being, I'm embarrassed, you know because it's like this guy's a guy. So I pay for my stuff and her stuff and get out of there as quick as I can. but they just they just kind of sat there and talked about it with people walking by. But you know, um, by the time I got out to my car, they were making their way out and they were putting the stuff into to the trunk, and both of them had been touched by the Lord. It wasn't I mean, even though I was used to do it. There was something that happened to them and you could see how much they appreciated it. Don't you know that when I got in my truck and drove away, even though I'd spent money that I probably shouldn't have spent, there was something about that moment that made me go, wow, thank you, God. Thank you for what I have too. And those people went home, I don't know, they don't know who I am or anything like that. But it touched their lives and they knew that God loved them. Random act of kindness. We can do it everywhere we go. It doesn't have to be just be groceries. It can be gas. It doesn't have to be just something being paid for. You can always bless somebody without them even knowing. The Message Bible is really interesting. In Philippians chapter 4, it says this. To sum it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, Reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Wow, that's a different take on Philippians chapter 4, isn't it? But isn't it? Doesn't that speak to your heart? Whatever is true, whatever is noble, things that are that are good. If we dwell on those types of things in in rough situations, instead of cursing and, and ugliness coming out of us, love and compassion and God come out of us. That's worth it. See, our attitude can be changed by only one. Person. Us. We're the only ones that can change our attitude. Our spouse can't, even though she'd like to sometimes. Our kids can't, even though they'd like to sometimes. It's us. It's on us. We're the only ones that can choose to change our attitude. And we, I believe, can train ourselves to dwell on the good and not the bad. And if we do then I believe the light of hope shines in our eyes and in our life. And how many of us want to be a witness to other people of Jesus' love and grace? I do. Alright. I'm going to end with a poem that I wrote. You go, a poem that he wrote? That's going to be over quick. Now I write long poems. (laughs) I call it the paper turkey. and I don't even know if the family here remembers this, but... You will after I've done. But it was something, and I hope I can get through it without getting too emotional, but it was very special. It was many years ago. And uh, I put it, instead of telling you about it, I put it in poem form. I thought I would read about it to you. Is that all right? Okay, here we go. The Paper Turkey. November, many years ago, saw a miracle for us. I'd lost my job in radio where I'd worked ten years plus. Unemployment wasn't pretty. I'd never been there before. The bills, they needed payment, and we were going on week four. Not much to be thankful for, I muttered in my head. I guess the family was healthy and all were being fed. But not even enough money to buy a feast on Thanksgiving Day. I guess I'd just grin and bear it, and there wasn't much to say. I was still feeling sorry for myself, the week of the holiday was at hand when my wife pulled me aside and told me what she had planned. I'm going to invite my family. We have lots of room to seat. We can have everyone bring something and we can all be together and eat. Well, I like a good party. So I agreed long ago that fall to have over the family and so Amy began to call. No, we didn't have the internet or cell phones quite yet. No, we got a hold of the bales on our rotary phone, and Thanksgiving plans were set. Ina helped with the turkey, and I cooked it up real nice. Our house was nothing fancy, but it smelled like pumpkin spice. She had called a day or so early and said not to decorate the table that she was bringing the centerpiece and would decorate a fable. Well, we didn't think much of it as we got the house all clean. Well, Amy did. (laughs) (laughs) At least my mind was occupied and the worry wasn't seen. We bowed our heads and we asked for grace as we prepared to have our guests. The kids were getting into things and being fun little pests. One by one, the family came and graced our little place. All were happy to be there, and it showed by their smiling face. Food showed up and was put out to eat, but before we had our meal, we bowed our heads and thanked Jesus for his provision and the love that he let us feel. It was even more precious this year because without the family there, Thanksgiving would have been very hard without their love to share. My mother-in-law and brother-in-law darted out the door not too far, I saw them conspiring with something by the car. They walked in with a paper turkey. You know, the ones with the crepe paper feet? They put it on the table as the centerpiece, and then they sat down to eat. We laughed and shared and talked some more, had seconds on the pie, and then something about that turkey there really caught my eye. His coloring wasn't right. There should have been orange and brown to be seen, but his tail feathers were looking different, all colorful, but green. Yeah, stuffed inside the paper turkey were bills rolled up from the family, done with love, cash to help us through our slump, a blessing from above. That little paper turkey was more than a centerpiece placed by our mother. It was a symbol of caring that a family has for one another. Well, my attitude changed after that. A giving act had changed my heart. The family had reminded me of what Thanksgiving was, in part. See, it's not the things that we should concentrate on. It's with the people whose God surrounded. His grace and mercy in our life, and His amazing love astounded. To be loved by our family and thought of is so great that it's not funny. To feel supported and encouraged is far better than any money. After all, it's not about us, as so many today think it is. It's about helping others any chance we get, and speaking the love that is His. Every one of us could stand to be thankful more. That fact remains very, very true. So let's count our blessings and honor Jesus and do what He wants us to do. Let's seize the time we have to, to cherish, be thankful as able, and remember the paper turkey that donned our Thanksgiving table. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for family. Thank you for friends. Thank you for your grace in our lives. I pray that this week we would all be challenged, not just this week, but this our lives that we would be challenged to love people and to give and to be Jesus to others, to bless them and to help them. Thank you for the wonderful examples that you put into our lives and the people that have blessed us along our path. We are so grateful and thankful for you in our lives. Thank you for saving our souls, for dying on the cross for us and then raising from the dead that when we put faith in you and our hope in you, you save us and redeem us. You set us free. And you give us a ticket into heaven. All for what you did on the cross. We are grateful and thankful. Help us to recognize the blessings in our lives and your presence. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Oops, sorry, that was my microphone there. So there you go. There's the message I did at the Baptist Church. What do you think?
2: I, you were there. I was there, and I have to say there are quite a few tissues being searched for in handkerchiefs because a lot of people are really touched by the message. and Yeah, it was a good message. Well, I'm
1: glad people enjoyed it. That's a, yeah. It's always nice to be appreciated, and you know, think that people actually like what you have to say.
2: when one of the cutest things was one of my nephews, who's been off at college, hasn't heard you preach there the couple Sundays before, and um, he said to my sister-in-law, "Wow, that was one of the best sermons I've heard in the Baptist church in a long time." <laughs> Well, that's so nice. He really liked your message. That's very
1: cool. Yeah. Well, we're just very grateful, um, just to be able to uh, speak at different places when we can, and it's always nice to, to share what's on our heart. And so, yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing a little special thing if we're out there for Christmas Eve.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: be doing a little bit at the Christmas Eve service too.
2: Oh, by the way, I found out news today. What's that? That. Our Bale family, Christmas Eve, isn't going to be on Christmas Eve. <laughs> because a bunch of my nephews and nieces have to work on Christmas Eve, and so it would be too late. So they're going to do it probably the weekend before sometime, either Saturday or Sunday. So we <laughs> we might be going out to Raymond a couple times that week.
1: We'll
3: see. Yeah,
2: we'll have to figure that out. All these logistical things, huh?
1: yeah. 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 So thank you, everybody. Again, we wanted to say from the bottom of our heart how thankful we are for every one of you that listens to our program. Sometimes, you know, we don't get a huge amount of feedback, but the feedback we do get is always very encouraging. And we w- we just want to say thank you for sticking with us. Next week's going to be our 200th episode.
2: So, we would like some feedback from you guys for sure on this. If you're able to... Um, well, I think
1: I just, I'm just going to set the date. I'm going to okay. set the time and the date. I'm, I'm thinking that um, on December 1st...
2: Okay, which is... A Saturday. Saturday, a week from... Would it be...
1: Uh, well, they won't... A week from... No, no. No, okay. Coming up, Saturday okay. the 1st mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time... Mm-hmm. We're going to do an hour-long live taking with you to okay. honor to celebrate and honor 200 episodes of the podcast.
2: When you say live, uh-huh. we'll record it, but then will you go and edit it before you put it out? So if someone says something really stupid, and they say, "Hey, can you edit that out?" <laughs> Well, well, yeah, <laughs> so, and here's
1: what we're gonna do: yeah. we're gonna open it up, we're gonna put it on UStream, so you can actually watch us in the studio, and you can wave at us and all that jazz, and you can see us as we're uh, talking about the the. Hey, this is good. 200.
2: Maybe to motivate you to tidy up your studio. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. If and, not, you'll get us just the way we are. <laughs> but we're also
1: gonna do something cool, and we're gonna turn on Skype okay and if people want to skype us while we're doing the live show mm-hmm. we will answer your calls and you can be on the show and and talk with us about what you like about taking with you and and uh we can party it up you can stick around the whole show if you want
2: we'd love to hear um, maybe what your favorite episode was yeah we'd from like the last to, 200 episodes
1: Yeah, some of you have been with us that long others have not and it's okay, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, if you'll mark your calendars now, mm-hmm. we'll be advertising this all week. 2 o'clock, mm-hmm. Saturday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, that means it'll be three hours ahead in on the East Coast, mm-hmm. which would make it, what?
2: So, if you're in New 5 York, it'll be 5 p.m. And if you're in um, London time. It'll it be would 8 be.
1: hours ahead of us which would be 10 p.m. and the reason I do did it that late is because a lot of our friends have um, kids that they're putting to bed mm-hmm. and if we only make it an hour long then from 10 to 11 wouldn't be so
2: bad if you mm-hmm. wanted
1: to join us if you're from the UK.
2: And also we have friends in Australia that listen and that would be about 8 in the morning. 7 or
1: 8 seven in the morning in the if morning. they wanted to. Well I'm
2: sure there's several time zones in Australia but um, say around Sydney, it would be seven or eight on in the Sunday morning, for them. On Sunday, yeah. the next morning, they're a day ahead from yeah. us. But yeah, so. so, if you want to
1: join us for the live program, you can. If you don't want to, then you can listen to it because we'll just put it out after we record it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If that makes sense.
2: Yes, and and also, if you have any subjects that you would like us to cover in the next two hundred episodes. Um, You can suggest. You can make suggestions, too, and we'll see what we can come up with.
1: But we're pretty excited about celebrating 200 episodes. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. And like I said before, we're most thankful about all the cool people we've met. And, you know, I hope that that people are understanding what we're trying to do with this program. And, you know, our heart has always been to share our faith in a real practical way, in a non-religious way, Mm -hmm. in, in um And we've never made fun of other religions. We've never put down other groups of people. We've just simply shared what we believe. Mm -hmm. And then people do with that what they want to do with it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I used to be pretty big into evangelism and trying to get people to convert and stuff. And I'm not that way as much anymore because I figure it's not so much about that as it is um, just sharing our faith. I don't know how to describe that. And letting, um, you know, God is more than able to talk to people's hearts. Um, and hopefully he does through what we do. You never know?
2: Well, I think one of my favorite scriptures, and I, I talked about it, I think last week when we were doing our podcast is that it says that God's kindness is what draws people to repentance or to wanting a relationship with him. Yeah, to turning from destructive ways to life-giving ways. Sure. And so I think it's his kindness. And and that's one of the things that we just want to share is God's love. Yeah. And, um, and hopefully that will make a difference in people's lives, that they'll see the hope mm-hmm. that comes with that.
1: And, you know, the other thing we want to do, too, is thank so many of you that um, over the last four years or so, that have helped us um, not only prayer-wise and friend-wise, but also financially. We've had some people that um, have been real a real blessing to us in the area of finances to keep the program going and be able to pay some of the bills and keep the studio open. And we want to say, you know, we don't get a huge amount, but what we get is very appreciated. Mm-hmm. And we just want to say thank you to all of those that have partnered with us and given through PayPal. And some have even written checks and sent them in the mail. Which, you know, and there's some folks that you've given from day one and you just, every month you give something and we just want to say thank you because that mm-hmm. is so kind and so generous of you. And I, we know there's lots of things you could spend your money on. And, and so when you donate to the podcast, that is just huge blessing to us.
2: And I think the thing that gets me the most is just the fact that you're saying you support us, not just financially, but you believe in what we're called to do. Yeah. And what we're trying to do you yeah. know in some weeks we may be better at it than other weeks but you have you kind of are giving your vote of approval when you send us a little comment or you send us a, a little donation to help with our expenses mm-hmm. it it really does mean a oh, lot. oh it
1: means more than you can ever know
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's each piece of feedback and each donation we treasure far more and the feedback or the donation. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds weird, but that's yeah. what that's what we're trying to say. So thank you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So there you go. I hope you enjoyed our Thanksgiving special. Next week is our big one year. Actually, uh, not one my year.
2: Two hundredth episode. Two hundredth
1: episode. Four years, isn't it?
2: It'll be 4 years in February. January or February. Yeah,
1: February 1st was when our first podcast Official
2: was one. We we had a practice ahead. one in January. Did we? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I think so. I
1: don't remember mm-hmm. that.
2: Yeah, you could go back and check your iTunes feed.
1: <coughs> yeah, but you weren't on the program at the very beginning. No, but we'll I talk wasn't. about that next next time a little, and how much little history how much better the ratings are now that you're on the show. go figure. Huh?
2: <laughs> cuz I'm so spazzy, I guess. Spazzy? I'm I'm entertaining cuz I'm so different odd
1: dear you're just amazing and that's uh, why people tune in oh yeah uh-huh. sure. give your spiel
2: okay this has been a Moira Multimedia LLC production copyright 2012 all rights reserved
1: you do that so well
2: good and if you need to get a hold of us please do um, you can get a hold of us at rick at com, mm-hmm. or amy at com, or just
1: visit the website at With you.com.
2: And you can also get a hold of us at
1: facebook.com
2: forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer.
1: You're also good at that.
2: I've done that a few times now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we'd love to hear from you. Um, And please, if you can make it, um, plan on joining us on our live show on the December 1st at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.
1: Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. (laughs)
6: Conversation and maybe a bit of inspiration? You're listening to this podcast, so I'll bet you do. I'm Randy, and if so, when you've finished here, come check out my podcast, Stories of the Magic. Okay, it's not really my podcast. I'm just the host. This show is really about the guests I have on. Stories of the Magic is a positive and story filled Disney podcast offering stories from cast members, Imagineers, artists, actors, and more. We celebrate the Disney magic, tell unique stories, and inspire people to live their dreams just as Walt Disney did. So if you love Disney, enjoy great stories from real people, or both, give us a listen. You can find Stories of the Magic on iTunes or at storiesofthemagic.com. You'll be glad you did.